Sling the Biscuit, episode 29. We are coming at you with a three-piece value meal. The soda, the fries, the dessert, you name it. The Jorge Masvidal special. You know what I'm talking about or no? Jorge? Yeah. Street Jesus. Of course, dude. Of course. <laughs> That's all he does. He gives the uh, the soda, what does he call it? The uh, three-piece soda. Three-piece and a soda. Soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three-piece and a soda value meal. He's <laughs> a good He's a character. I'd love to see him in McGregor fight. That would be a oh, I, I, I will pay for that. that I will be, be first in line to pay for that. You know, he made an Instagram post the other day. If you don't know, Jorge Masvidal, UFC fighter, uh, 155 or is he 170? He moved, he used to be 55. He's 70 now. Okay. Uh, he made an Instagram post. This is this is what got me inspired. Uh, he posted a picture of him making a you know a leg kick to the body. And the caption was, what's your favorite part of the three-piece meal? You like the leg, thigh, or the breast? <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, yeah, dude, I saw he's that. He's a huge, like, he eats like shit. He's a big fast food guy. Oh, I, I know. I, I watched a video of him going to McDonald's. He rolls up to the window. And he's like, how you doing, gorgeous? Got some extra barbecue sauce? He slams the door in his face. <laughs> he's like, what the hell's her dude, problem? <laughs> it's funny how him and uh, Covington used to be, like, best friends. Yeah. Now they now they hate each other. Oh, just the UFC beef when you have all these alpha male personalities is entertaining. But, uh, however, we need to give a shout-out to uh, Drayden. He is our uh, Viewer of the Week for no reason other than he said, hey, he wants to be Viewer of the Week. So, Drayden, we're thinking Drayden. of you. Yeah, buddy. On the video version, the audio version, I'd like to thank you for your committed viewership to our podcast. All, uh, what, almost 1,000 of you? 1,000, 1,500 and change every week that listen? Yeah, I'd say so. At yeah. least. <laughs> Make it sound At like we're, we're a big podcast. You, you know what? We, we were just talking about this before we started recording the video and the audio version of the podcast. I find myself one of the most exciting things about creating within the hockey, you know, obviously goalie community, but the hockey community is is chasing success in the sense of like, if if we're being honest, Pat and I, we've, we've both had tastes of, of success on YouTube. Like our vlogs have done well, our hockey stuff's done well. The podcast is something where, you know, we're, we're starting out from scratch and it's kind of hard to transition that audience. Mm-hmm. Like in, in business in general, taking, you know, one audience, yeah. bringing them over, converting them over. Um, and, and it's exciting. It, it's exciting because I, I love talking to Pat about new ways for how we can build the podcast, how we can you know brainstorm ideas to get people interested, to get people engaged, just to, to come over and, and have a listen. Whether we're talking about you know Dog the Bounty Hunter showing up at somebody's doorstep, we're talking about hockey, Pat's season, my season, all that stuff. It's it's exciting and it's a passion of hockey, which is which is why I, I love Definitely. this so much. Yeah, it does make it exciting a bit it's similar to like me doing the skits tra- trying to like transfer part of an audience over and like trying to gain a new one at the same time it's like it gives a little excitement the the journey which uh i guess a, a lot of people don't like are you putting in the work the process like, yeah yeah like the the beginning stage is like the hardest stage especially like i don't know beginning a vlog or something like for me like the, it's very hard at first because you're not getting views you know, and it's hard to keep going. A lot of people would just stop after, like, say, two weeks because it's like, oh, crap, I didn't get any views. Must suck. Yeah. This isn't worth it. If they don't see, like, instant success. But obviously, success takes years. So it takes time, dude. It takes a long time. Like, like, how long have you and I been doing this? Like, I, I remember the first message I sent to you. This is in uh, 2018. Not to get too nostalgic on yeah. you for, like, one of those moments, but it was 2018. I was finished yeah. my public speaking English <laughs> class. It was the fifth slot. It was a 2.30 to 4 o'clock class, Vancouver Island University, and her teacher just bored me for the last, I don't know, two hours. And my boy Jamie Phillips, who I still talk to, you know, good friend of this day, he messaged me, and he was he was playing for the Moose at this time on his way up to the Jets, and he messages me, and he says, have you seen this Pat Shea guy? 
And I said, no, who, who is this? He's like, you got to check out his videos. This guy's shirtless in every video. He's doing some interesting stuff. I said, why, do you like it? He's like, well, I hate it because I played D1 for four years and I'm, I've moved on to my career, but I thought you would like it. So that's, uh, <laughs> it, it, time, time flies when, uh, when you're having fun, shall we say. But Dude. speaking of uh, fun, um, first game. First two games, actually, for uh, yours truly. You wanna, yeah, first two. You know, yeah, you want to dive into that a little bit? I mean, I guess you have no choice now. I mean, it seems like you want to dive into it. I don't <laughs> fucking care about you. <laughs> I want to talk about me. <laughs> we'll talk oh, about yeah. me, and then we'll talk about you, and then we'll talk about me, and then we'll talk about me some more. <laughs> uh, uh, I did hear, I did catch wind that you had a pretty successful first game. Yes. Is this is this an ac- is this accurate? Uh, yeah, in, in, in both senses. So... Um, six five overtime win. Uh, literally, this was probably the game of the year. I'm like, like if you had a hockey Svensk, or like a Svensk hockey TV subscription, you were pissed off and like blood boiling mad because they did not stream this game. This was the game of the year. I'm telling you, Pat. So we come into the game, home opener for us. We got a packed barn, all hundred seats or whatever it is. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic yeah. here. We we go <laughs> up two nothing. Seats. We're getting outshot 10-2, whatever, to start the game. We buried two quick ones, 2 nothing. The place is electric. We're feeling it. All of a sudden, we get into some penalty trouble, five-on-threes. We actually, I think we spent three-quarters of the first period in the penalty box, funny enough. Um, but they get a lot, a couple power plays. Their power play worked that puck nice. They, they had an incredible power play unit. And before you know it, it was 4-2. Uh, like, and we're still in the first period. Like, uh, screen tip off the post and in. Backdoor one timer, like like these guys were working it. There there was one um, the the fourth goal that that they had on me. The guy hit me right like in the face. Like the guy was probably ten feet away, shot a puck, hit me right square in the face, and I kind of got a little stunned. And they buried in the change. I thought they were going to call the whistle, but they didn't. Um, so four two, we we bury another one. We make it four three going into the first period, the most or second period, the highest scoring first period of the season in Sweden. It was it was crazy to watch. It was like an all star game out there. Uh, second period. Uh, we we get dominated. We must have gotten outshot like twenty five to two. I, I don't know who was counting the shots. That's another thing. So the final shot count for the game was fifty nine forty six. So I had fifty nine really? shots. We had forty six. The only way that we had forty six shots on net was if the guy counting the shots had epilepsy or a seizure midway through the second period. Because there is no way you started like. Twitching, yeah, there is no way we had 46 <laughs> shots in it. The shots shocking up the shots, he's like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's just uh, 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 all of a sudden, the guy's got like 20 shots in net. Heads he's like, Fuck. Hey, um, not again. Can, can, can we get like an ambulance down here to the uh, the East Hall oh, Arena? Yeah. Johan's having a jammer, thank you. And let's let's not make a big deal about this. <laughs> like, oh, the shots probably should have been about 50, maybe 49 to 20. I think it's pretty fair, um, but anyway. So um, they dominate the second period. We're down 5-3. Uh, they're dominating the third period. All of a sudden, we get a goal. It's four. It's 5-4. We get another goal. It's 5-5 five, five with like five minutes left. You could sense it in the building. You could sense the energy that this team oh, yeah. had just bent. They broke. They were deflated, and we were about to put them to bed. We go to overtime. Um, I, I, I think, you know, five, six minutes into overtime because we played 10-minute overtime periods, I believe. Um, we score. 6-5 overtime win. The roof is off Damn the right. building. What an energetic one. Um, Statistically-wise, so I went 54 saves on 59 shots. Uh, face value looks really, really, really good. I mean, still at a 9-15, 9-16 save percentage with five goals yeah. against. I wasn't really happy with the performance. I felt there was a lot of, of sloppy things, um, sloppy rebounds, sloppy movements, sloppy reads. 
um, which I, I have to fix this week coming into to the next game we're playing. Um, but overall, like a seven out of ten performance, all things considered. So that went well. We know we got the win, which is what matters. Um, and, and the boys are really uh, excited about that. Second game, so I'm I'm backing up because we we played the next night or second night after that or whatever, and I'm I'm physically exhausted from this previous game and. Also, we've got to give the other guy, you know, our other guy's a good goalie too, so we got to give him an opportunity to play. Um, he was here like the last three seasons or whatever. So he goes in. Um, it's like one nothing one in the third period. Just a very, honestly, a boring game. A very, very boring game. A lot of penalties, a lot of power plays, a lot of action, but nothing actually being exciting. Like no crazy shots on net. Just slinging a couple pucks from the blue line. Shots from the, like just a Solid a, saves. Yeah, just just an easy, like if you're a goalie on either end, it's not a crazy night. If you're a fan, it's not an exciting night. It's just one of those nights. But yeah. all of a sudden, with like seven or eight minutes left in the third period, the temperature went up to 10. Uh, there, One of their guys comes in shorthanded, dangles our entire team, uh, puts the puck between his legs, roofs at barn in, scores, they go nuts. And and you you think that, okay, maybe the game's over. We answer back 10 seconds later, we bury our own. All right, game's 2-1. They score again, 3-1. We score again, 3-2. 30 seconds left, we slap the puck from behind the net off the goalie and in. Tie game, 3-3. We go into overtime, we end it. Dagger in the heart, put him to bed, put him to sleep. Uh, 30 seconds into overtime with this power play goal, and we win. We're you know 4-3 win, we're 2-0, double over... Back-to-back overtime wins, which is awesome. Now, here's the exciting part. So we had a little bit of a, of a scuffle after the game, shall we say. So, uh, Were you I involved? Have, Were you throwing I, bombs? I was the one who started and caused this, this altercation. This was 100% my fault. Now, and let me explain this to you why. <laughs> so uh, I have my camera on the bench for the third period because I like to you know, get a little bit of, of footage just to kind of document that I'm not starting oh, every yeah. game, and this is what's really going on. I'd like to be really honest about things. And so I got my camera on the bench. We score in overtime. You see the, the bench erupt. Everybody's celebrating. We're hugging. We're jumping. We're getting off the bench. I get off the bench to go celebrate in the pile. What do you think I'm going to do? I got to grab the camera. Like, come on. Like, two, you know, I'm trying to run a business here. So grab the camera. I got it in my glove. We're celebrating. We're having a good time. And in Europe, what they do, that you shake hands after every game. It's not like, you know, North America, you shake hands after a playoff series. Every game, you shake hands with the other team. Also, uh, we, we share benches, too, like, us and the other team share one collective bench. Tell me this is not like the worst idea ever. And like just it, it, it contributes itself so well for, a, for an altercation. Like it, it, I don't get it. But anyway, we shake hands. I'm done shaking hands. I'm talking to the other goalies. Obviously, goalies talk. Um, one of our guys is, is yapping and getting into a little bit of a you know, you know, jostling match with, with one of their guys. And they're coming right towards me. Like they're drifting towards me, if that makes sense. And so I'm, I'm at a crossroads where I'm like, you know what? I can either stop, change course, and go around them, or go through them and, you know, start an altercation. Well, I went through them. <laughs> I, I walked up to this pile, and I put my shoulder through this guy, okay? <laughs> Tried to put my shoulder right through his eye socket. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, everybody gathered around and wanted to get a piece of somebody. Not me specifically, but everybody was involved. And so I'm looking around, like, where, like where's, where's their goalie? Like, backup starter, you know, third string in the crowd. I don't care. I need to grab somebody. So I, I see their backup. And I immediately grab his jersey. And he's like, what are you doing? I said, like, grab my fucking jersey. He's like, what are you grab it? <laughs> we're throwing. <laughs> I, I said, no, just, just grab my jersey. And he's like, why? And I said, so it looks like we're doing something. I like it. And contributing. Turns me on. Just yeah, grab me. exactly. Touch me. <laughs> well, let's contribute to the overall chaos and make it look like we're actually doing something. Like, I got my guy. You got your guy. Look, I've taken care of the other backup goalie for this evening. Right? I've done my part. Plot twist. You just start making out with him. <laughs> <laughs> what, is wrong? what is wrong with you? <laughs> 
<laughs> That'd be hilarious. Everyone's like scrapping all of a sudden, like camera turns and the goalies are just making out with each other, having a fucking passionate moment. They're into some I would, weird I stuff. I would pay man. for that. I, I would pay That'd for be, that as well. It'd be good blog material. <laughs> uh, channel members, become a YouTube channel member, and you might see that yeah. today. Um, so yeah, anyway, refs come in, they separate everybody, and that was uh, that, that was the end of that. So we go home on the bus ride. We had a, a good bus ride home. A little three-hour bus ride there and back, or three hours each way. So that was... That was exciting, and then we got a we got another game coming up this week, which is in um, um, Wednesday. So in two days from now, over recording this podcast. So that was my opening week I mean, weekend. That's a successful opening week. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a good week. Mean, mean, meanwhile, on my side, I'm I was supposed to start camp this morning. Hold on, hold on. I'd like to ask you myself. I don't want you to tell me because now now it seems like I'm not no. concerned about you. So Patrick. Yeah. Where are you at in hockey? Let me that's ask so, you. That's so polite of yeah. you to to ask me. No problem. Um, sounds like everything's going well for you. You know your your vlog is getting game footage. Like that's fucking that's great. It's awesome. You know I was planning. I started my vlog up back, and I was like, all right, this is perfect. Get a few weeks of preseason, then I'll jump right over into camp. Start into the season. Supposed to start camp today. Um, I did. Yep, and obviously I did mention it here, I think last episode, but I got confirmed, like, I'm not eligible until November 1st. So, like, because my sec, yeah, my second vaccine is until the 18th, which is seven, a week from today, I believe. Yes. Um, And then it's two weeks after that. And the guy's like calling and he's like, yeah, like, I don't know. The assistant coach is like, I don't know who the fuck made these rules. Like, this is bizarre, but like, you're not eligible. Like, I have to call guys and tell them like, hey, you can't come to camp, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, well, fuck, that sucks. So now I'm just sitting here like kind of hoping I don't get fucked over. <laughs> it's, it is a... Uh, so to back you up really quick, just if, if anybody's joining us for the first time in a couple weeks, you haven't caught up. So Pat has signed to play with the Worcester Railers, correct? Yeah. On the coast and the Cheezer? Yep. Yep. That is correct. And... You were not informed about a vaccine mandate, so said, okay, well, you know what? Yeah. If they're not going to put a gun to my head, I'm not going to get it. I'm ready to go. I'm going right. to skate. I'm going to work out. You get a call, uh, was it two weeks ago, three weeks ago? They said, hey, listen, you know, Patty, you're going to have to no. get that get that jab, buddy. You're going to have to take one for the team here. Let me see. One, two, three. Yeah, so exactly three weeks ago, I got my first shot. So, like, I yes, I was just kind of going about my life. I'm like, yeah, I had COVID, like. Maybe I'll have to get the vaccine, like, whatever, you know, because the rest of the league was saying, like, yeah, like, you know, you don't have to get it. You just, like, if you don't, you'll have to, like, I don't know, like, pay for COVID tests and, like, pay pay half your room on the road. So I'm like, okay, I'll, like, get it. But, like, I'm not in a rush because it's, like, season doesn't start yet. So the 20th, I texted the coach. I was like, hey, am I going to need to – September 20th this is. And I'm like, hey, am I going to need to be vaccinated? And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, unfortunately, like, we have to be because we were going over the Canadian border. I'm like, oh, beauty, like, Canadian Canadian border. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I get my first vaccine that day, the 20th. And then a few days later, they call. The assistant coach calls, and he's, like, introducing himself. And he's like, hey. He goes on this, like, long rant. He's like, hey, like, excited to work with you. Like, I've heard, like, a lot about you, blah, 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 blah. I can't, blah, blah. By the way, are you vaccinated? And I'm like, well, I have, I have one of them. I got my first one. And... My second one's scheduled for the 18th. And he's like, okay, I'm going to put Coach kind uh, of on the phone. He's like, hey. He's like, Shazo. So, I, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Like, 
or I think I don't know if he didn't forgot to tell me or if he didn't actually know the rule yet himself. And he's like, yeah, so you have to be vaccinated to come to camp. I kind of fucked up. Like these rules are all new, blah blah blah. Like they're all like learning about them themselves. Um, so obviously I don't have my second one till the 18th. So I'm, he's like, so like, oh, yeah, what we might do is just bring you in after camp. Cause like I, I've been skating with him for a while. So he does know me, mm-hmm. but is that the guy you skate with then, in the summers? A bit. Yeah. Okay. I, I was a lot in the last summer, a bit this summer. And like during the COVID winter, I, I did a few times like last se- season. Uh, cause I was actually, I was going to sign there last year before it got canceled completely. So then whatever. So I'm like, okay, like be in touch, keep me posted, whatever. And we'll like discuss. I'm just, and it's, it was sounding good, you know? So then, uh, I texted him last week and I guess like he's sick. So he's kind of like gone a little AWOL and the assistant coach called me and was like, Hey, yeah. So fuck. Uh, yeah, you can't come to camp. Like, cause you're not fully vaccinated, like touch base with coach Conniff and see what the plan is. So he hasn't like gotten back to me. Cause I guess he's, he was sick. Like he's been sick and like, I don't know. I don't know how, so I actually have no idea what's going on, but so I actually haven't heard anything. So I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that it's all like still like good and working out right now. So it's actually a very weird, weird place. Welcome to the club, my friend. Yeah, well, I mean, welcome, if, welcome if to the miners. It doesn't, you know, like I'll figure, I'll figure something out. But this is like the best. Um, I feel like this is like the best situation and place for me to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it works, works out still. And I mean, I'm staying positive. I think it will. Yeah, dude, you gotta, you gotta stay positive with, with this kind of stuff. Like, you know? like people, people don't understand that. Like, you get thrown wrenches. You know, situations change. Like, things yeah. change on a daily basis. And you gotta adapt, dude. Like if if like you did exactly that. Like you didn't get vaccinated. They said get vaccinated. You said okay. You know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll go get it done because I want to play for this team. Okay. You know, maybe I'm not gonna be on time for camp. Whoever's fault it was, coach's fault for being ignorant of the rules. Was he being late? Did he forget to tell you? Doesn't matter. You're taking it. You know, the onus in yourself to go and kind of put yourself in the driver's seat so that you yeah. can report for the team. And if something happens again, you shuffle the deck and you gotta go find somewhere else to play. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean that's all I can do. There's it's, nothing else you can do. Something I've learned, I mean, a lot over the last year. It's like every every time something like looks good, like something's gonna get thrown at you. You know, nothing like goes according to plan. Like hopefully this still works out. And I get to play there. You know, like if not, I'll go figure something out. But it's dude, it's it's wild how much since just like COVID started, how much like uncertainty and shit it gets fucked up so easily like, noticed, i don't know about your life but yeah you've like, noticed how unstable the world and the hockey like like, like everything top to bottom since covid since march 11th of 2020 it's just become so goddamn so unstable like just unstable unpredictable you think it's left yeah. it's right you need to get your penis fixed they only fix vaginas you, they, you come on a monday <laughs> they're only open wednesday to friday like the, the world is a crazy place right now man like it is it's Woo. like we just skipped it. It's like we went on pause for a year. It's like I, I, as an example, right? Like I was draft pick, come out, and then like there's no. I don't even get a like a PTO right away because there's no. Everything's canceled, shut down. Florida doesn't even have an A team the next year. It's like done. I'm like, all right, better situation in Worcester Coast team. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Then it gets pushed to like wherever indefinitely. 
I had that cool. Uh, actually, this podcast exclusive, so I'll. Uh, Ooh, zesty listeners. So like, I got that role in a in a movie that I've told Trav about, and I'm being very vague about it, but and like, blah, surprise. But uh, yeah, so I got this role in a movie, and it was like this perfect uh, scenario. It's a hockey movie. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna film this from November through December, and then. The season's going to start in January. This is last, this is a year ago now. And I'm like, oh, it's sweet. This is like the perfect situation. I'm like on top of the world. I'm like, fucking, I get to be in a movie like with a literal role. And then I get to go play. COVID outbreak on set. Movies po- postponed indefinitely. Like, don't even know if we'll ever come back. Week goes by, season gets canceled. I'm like, oh, fuck, great. So then I'm like, all right, now what do I do? Then the whole YouTube's kind of like, because like, I'm on an upper trajectory of YouTube, like hockey vlogs and shit. Like the vlog is growing, you know, when you have a vlog it grows. So then it, that kind of goes on pause too. Then this comes around. I'm like, finally I get to sign and I'm like, finally going to get back into hockey after this long year. <laughs> now this, now this happens again. And it's like, fuck, you know, I mean, easy. It would be easy for me to just be like, throw it in, you know, throw in the towel and, fucking call but like that's not the uh not the way i am yeah so i'm just gonna you know stay positive and if it does get fucked up i'll figure it out you know, you know and, and good on you too going. dude for for sticking with it i th- this is one thing that a lot of people don't realize as well as like with doing the whole vlog whether it's vlog podcast anything like content wise when you're creating something from scratch from ground zero to share with the community is that it's unpredictable like we're not jesse james west here i, I know you love jesse and, and i I, I did enjoy his videos for a while, maybe not so much anymore, yeah. but we're not in that sense where you can make videos any day of the week. You can go talk to girls. You can go bench press girls. You can yeah. do all these creative things where, like, you can document that, and that is your income. That's your living as opposed to with, you know, with with you and I, uh-huh. like, the season. Like, that's what we're dependent on. Like, like right now, like, as right. of this moment of time recording, I have five years later finally returned to getting the, the quote-unquote the junior hockey vlog style videos back up the gopro net cam with the mic'd up audio now obviously it's an insta 360 cam it's not a gopro but we yeah. have returned and <laughs> gotta, gotta gotta sell some stuff right but we like i finally returned to that format because it's been so difficult to find a team where i can play get games have them allow me to do this and, yeah. and all these other things like when when the world when life gives you lemons you gotta go make some apple cider soup and i know that doesn't make any sense that's okay but you gotta, you know, you gotta deal with the punches sure. when they're coming. Another thing you gotta deal with, especially in the video version, is your bush. Now listen oh. up here. That was that was sharp, eh? That was razor sharp, eh? Almost as sharp have, as this seven thousand RPM motor razor in the Manscaped lawnmower four. I have the box today. You do. You got the box. You got the package and everything. So why don't I tell people about it, and you can be the model for today? How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Talk to them. So listen to me, folks. If you're on the audio version, I will tell it to you, and I will speak in your AirPods or your car stereo. If you're watching the video version, I will still do that, but you can see me. Here's the thing. Back to school season is upon us. Halloween season is upon us. We are coming from the weather where it's beautiful outside, and now we're going to go inside. We're going to go watch a movie. Maybe we're going to go stuff the turkey or something. Maybe we're going to get that cranberry sauce on a simmer. Here's the thing. You can't do that if you got a bush. You can't do it if you have armpit hair, if you got chest hair, if, you, if you're Italian especially. Like, you're basically a borderline ape through the middle of your body. Women don't like that. Okay, here's the thing. Body hair, chest hair, pubes, beard, right? You'll notice this. I'm very clean. I'm very fresh, 
cleanly shaven, short shaven as of late. My mother loves it, by the way. You can do that too with the Manscaped Lawnmower. This thing has a 90-minute battery life. It is waterproof. It charges wirelessly. You don't even have to plug it in. It just charges wirelessly. It's amazing. But you get that with the performance package. You get the shed travel bag. You can take this on the road. You know, if you're in Pat, you know, you're in Max, you're going down to Worcester, you're going down to the Atlanta Gladiators. I know they're not a team anymore, but you go down to all these different places on the road. You take the shed travel bag with you. You take your lawnmower. You take your ball toner, your ball chafing cream, anti-ball chafing cream, everything on the go. If you're like Pat and you're hairy, you got nose hairs. We got the weed whacker for you. We are going to take care of you this spooky season, this autumn season. But you got to go to manscaped.com. You got to go use the promo code BISCUIT. And you're going to get an exclusive 20% off. Shipping's on me and Pat. Me and oh, Pat yeah. will come down to the San Diego factory, personally package <laughs> your performance package, ship it out the door. We'll pay. We'll cover the shipping. No worries about it. And we got you. We're going to take care of you. We're going to get it's you fresh. It's a balls game. Look at this, folks, in the video version. It's well we known, too. Save People, balls. You can get the T-shirts, dude. You know, it's funny. I actually, I was in the vineyard a few, like, I don't know. I guess it was a couple months ago now. And a kid can't, saw me wearing this shirt. Where it says on the back, this it says "Man's balls, will, your thank balls you. will thank you," and it's like big on the back. Yeah, guy, kid came like running up to me in this in a store and like tapped me. He was like, "Like your balls will save you." Like he made some like joke about, "Or your balls will <laughs> thank you." He's like, "Are your balls thanking you?" And I'm like, "Yes, they are," and they will thank you too if you use my code and go get twenty percent off at manscaped.com. Biscuits. And I sold one right there. Just like Beauty. that. Awesome. Actually, yeah. you know, it's funny you mentioned that. When I went to get my second uh, vaccine dose, I was in the line, and the lady checking my paperwork, she says, what does that shirt mean? And I was like, yeah. we say balls? Because like the shirt I'm wearing now, this is my vaccination shirt. It's what I wore to get vaccinated. Yep. And I was like, well, we, we say balls, Manscaped. It's in, you know, obviously... It's kind of difficult to explain when the line's going fast. But like, so um, I make YouTube videos and I have a sponsorship through Manscaped. Yeah. But actually, I recently <laughs> started a podcast. And then when I started that podcast, I brought this company that I work with, Manscaped, on board to sponsor it. And now we're kind of selling lawnmowers. We're kind of selling stuff. I do work for them, but I don't work for them. By then, I've already moved down the line and it doesn't make any sense. Right. She's lost interest. So instead, I told her, it's a company I work for. She's like, what's it about? Oh, well, basically, it's a body hair trimmer. So let me ask you this. Do you have a man? She's like, yes. I said, well, great. Your man needs one of these. I think she thought that I was hitting on her, but I was just trying to sell her man <laughs> a great ball trimmer. Yeah. So that was uh, another interesting it's endeavor. Funny. It's funny. I've actually gone a lot. Like if I wear this in public, almost every time someone will make a comment about it, mm-hmm. which is funny. I'm not typically a reader of shirts. Like I don't actually like look at other guys' shirts and like read them or anything. Like I don't fucking notice that shit, but apparently a lot of people do and if you yeah. wear manscape people take note and if you want to be noticed in public wear some manscape buy the lawnmower you'll be noticed i'm telling you and it's very, it's you want to be noticed on your date night think about that yeah. when she gets a smooth yeah. surface to ride on a smooth, smooth shaft to grip it's gonna be a great oh. date night. and oh, yeah like we just went water slide oh yeah we went down there. Not like the guys in the UK that went down water slide late at night and it was closed down. They shut down the shafts. They went and shattered their ankles. We'll talk about that in a second. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. But Manscaped Smooth, Manscaped Shaft. This is what you want. This is what you need. Again, manscaped.com, promo code BISCUIT, 20% off free shipping on behalf of Pat and myself. Thank you to Manscaped. As always, response to the podcast. Okay, so as I was saying, so in the UK, this is kind of a random story. These, these two bozos, it's mid late at night, you know, it's midnight, they're absolutely juiced. They bust juiced into this, up. yeah, they're absolutely buckled, right? And they bust into this water park, and they're like, you know, it'd be a great idea. Let's go down the water slide, just absolutely out of our minds, crippled 
this will be fun, right? But they turn the water off at night. Like, like they're not letting the water run all night. So they climb up to the top. They go down the thing. It's dark out. They didn't notice that, like, half the rides are under construction or half the, the slides. So at the bottom of the slide, you know how there's, like, an opening to the tube and then you shoot out through the water? There's a concrete barrier. <laughs> oh. So these guys are going down. And I am i don't know the exact speed you go down the water slide at, but I'm assuming. It depends the slide. Yeah, like, what, 30 kilometers an hour, 40 kilometers an hour? Is that a pretty fair assessment? Yeah, I think? maybe. I, I know, like, certain ones, if they're, like, really steep, you can pump out some real, like, miles per hour there. Oh, yeah. Like, well, like let, let's just fly. assume. Yeah, let's just assume they went down a you know a casual one, not like an extreme one. Yeah. So let's say they're going forty kilometers an hour. They go right into this barrier and shatter their ankles. Oh now, my god! Yeah, like think about it. You're you're going. You're in the dark. Yeah. First no, off, like sure. it's dark at night. The slide is dark. There's no water, and then bang, just your shattered ankles. And now, what I'm wondering is, how do they get out? Because I'm assuming you're not bringing your phone with you because you're assuming you're going to make it through and get into the water. Um, it's, it's midnight, it's dark out, so you can't see, so you have these shattered ankles and you're going to climb your way back up the slide? Is like, I'm, I'm thinking, is that you what, can. I'm, I'm curious what, what would have happened, or if they would have just sat there until the morning when somebody found them, but, uh, so long story short, these two idiots are trying to sue the water park oh company for not having security on staff to stop them from going in. This is a true story. They're trying to Dude, sue them. That is hell. Oh, man. I'm putting myself in there, like in their shoes like i don't even know how how do you get out of there that's fucked you just gotta wait until morning i guess or just make a lot of noise i don't know i wonder you know it would be terrifying like i know that there is some uh like uh water slides that i'm picturing one at this one in mass called uh water whiz it's a pirate's plunge i believe it's a yep, full yep. circle it's closed you're inside and it's a full circle there's a roof on it mm-hmm. and it's tight it's dark so, like, imagine getting stuck in that dark, and you're like, how the fuck do I get out of here? You can't, like, I'm sick. So, if maybe if it's one that there's no, it's, like, the sides, but there's no roof, they can, like, shimmy their way over, like, the border. And yeah. And then, like, kind of go down the rest, but still, like, that's that's a struggle. The, the only other thing I can think of is they have an Apple Watch, and it's tied to their phone, and they make uh, calls from the watch. So, you have yeah. the Apple Watch on, you make the call. That That's the only thing I can think of, because that is waterproof. But Yeah, we're getting deep. Like you're, you just shatter your ankle. You're, you're juiced. Also, let's let's keep that in mind. And yeah. it's midnight. You, you and your buddy. I don't know. Maybe you went down the same slide. If they went down the same slide, that's even worse because then you're gonna hit into each other. Yeah. And then I feel like if one of them, you think like if one guy like did it, he'd be like, hey, <laughs> like yell to the bad other idea. guys like, don't do it. <laughs> you, you, like it, like in all seriousness, can you imagine shit. like in real time the guys like, hey, no, don't. Oh, He's like, what? Go? <laughs> okay, coming. <laughs> oh, last one is a rotten yeah. egg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, coming. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> just boom. <laughs> Break a leg? All right. <laughs> I'll try. I'm a shattered ankle. <laughs> no, I broke my leg. <laughs> That's fucking common. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine he's trying to tell, I think I broke my leg. Break a leg? All right. Goes head first. <laughs> It stops down. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, man. Also, can you imagine being the security coming in the next day having to clean that up? No. Having to, like, resolve through that? Like, holy. The bottle will get the best of you sometimes. This is exactly why I don't drink. Dude, I've I've said, yeah, no. I'm trying to think, like, you you haven't drank in years, but, like, 
Yeah, like four I, I years. Dumb things like you. I like to go like adventure when I'm drunk, so I I can. Oh, relate you would that. do this. But um, would you do this? Would you go down the waterside park and bust in? No, I, dude, I don't know. Maybe I would. But <laughs> I know one of the dumber things I've done was last year when I was in Minnesota. The ponds had like just frozen, so this must be like late November, mid to mm-hmm. late November, mm-hmm. and the lakes had just frozen because it was northern. So like if you go an hour south, they're not frozen. So they're like you know it's, it's iffy, and we decided oh we're we're drunk. Let's at four thirty in the morning. Let's go down to the lake and go skate. And we're and like I have videos of it. And we're just gliding around, and uh, dude, like wake up the next day. I'm like that was so dumb. Like I was in the middle of the lake. Like what if there was like a weak spot in the middle of the lake and I, we just fucking dipped through. Luckily it you know worked out, but. We uh, <laughs> that could have been could have been bad. Actually, when we were out there, because we were on like a site, like there was people like uh, working there, and like people were like flashing lights at us, like because they heard us out there, and we were, like so we went skating away, and like it started getting wet and like Ooh. shit. So we were actually in like a danger zone. Don't uh, I guess moral of the story is like don't don't do be careful what you're going to do when you're when you're drunk. Second guess it can be dangerous or just quit drinking that there's another yeah, option that. just stop that too. <laughs> control yourself control, yeah control yourself <laughs> Fuck it, uh. don't get in the car don't go to the vendor don't go to the system buy a bibliotech whatever they're yeah. calling it in sweden they, they got a weird name for the liquor store here and just don't throw down you know a 12 pack every night and you know you won't get shattered ankles down a slide but yeah. you know what you will get if you do go down a water slide is an opportunity to come out looking fresh with an amazing pair of sheath underwear. This will not be a decision you regret. This will not be a poor late night decision. Whether you're purchasing them at four in the morning, four in the yeah. afternoon, sheath has you covered. Now, here's the deal. Sheath underwear is some of the best underwear on the market. And I know exactly what you're thinking. Trav, I got Gitch. I just bought a 12-pack of Walmart. I just bought like a, a year of supply from Costco, the Kirkland stuff. Now, here's the thing. That stuff it can last you. It's not comfortable. It doesn't breathe. It doesn't keep you cool. Also, keep in mind this. It doesn't last. So when you stretch out a rubber band, when it's really, really, really old and it doesn't spring back, that old pair of gitch with that waistband, that rubber band waistband, that's what you're buying. Look at this with sheath. This stuff mm-hmm. is the real deal. Now, here's the deal. They have the cooling technology. They're going to cool you down. We're still at that time of year right now in October where it's like winter in the morning and it's hot. It's summertime in the afternoon, winter again. So it's going to keep you cool. It's going to keep you aerated throughout the day. On top of that, yeah. they got the park or the, they got the pouch. Excuse me, the part. The, 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 Jesus Christ! They have the pouch for for your Johnsonville sausage and for your basket of peaches. Right? Maybe you're packing. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you're like Pat and you got like a 13 inch hog. Doesn't matter. This thing is going to keep Guilty. you. Yeah, going to keep her contained. Going to keep you feeling good, and it's going to be comfortable and it's going to last. I want you to think about this. You can spend a little bit less money on a pair from you know whatever knockoff dollar store you want to go to, or you can invest, spend a couple more bucks, and get something that lasts. This pair of sheath underwear that you're seeing right here, and I got a pair on right now. I'll show you in a second. I've had it for a year and a half. It feels as good as the day that I got it. So the best stuff in the market, you're going to go to sheathunderwear.com. The promo code is biscuit69, Pat's favorite position that he likes to do with the underwear on because the pouch breathes. There are holes that you can open up in the pouch to get that, that position. I always say. I don't know if I can say that on yes. YouTube in the podcast, but Pat does that in a sheath underwear. Biscuit69 is the code. You're going to save 20%. 20% off. An it's amazing 69. deal. They, 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 
Green light yes. is 69? Yes, okay. Robert loves 69s. Good. Robert loves the promo code Good. 69. So uh, God bless Robert. And if you're going to go down a water slide at whatever time of the day, wear the sheath underwear because it, it provides a smooth slide all the way to the bottom and a nice comfort pocket for your balls, and it won't ride up your crotch. It's just a nice, smooth water slide down. Picture life as a water slide. You're going out every single day like you're sliding down a water slide. It's that nice in, in sheath underwear. So go pick them up. Help More so, they think about out. this. When when you get down to the nitty-gritty, you'll take Pat's advice, you take my advice. You get the lawnmower, you get shaven. Now you get yourself the opportunity with the lady. She's going to take your underwear off. It's going to be like you going down a water slide during the day yes. with water, not at night juiced. At night at juiced is like the Kirkland brand. Yep. Going down with water during the day, that great summer's day yeah. with your lady friend is sheathunderwear.com. And if, you, if you do it right, you're going to be going right into her water slide. Mm-hmm. And you and may not ever come out, which yeah, is scary, yeah. but it's good. Yeah, it's a good it problem is. to have. It is scary. <laughs> Again, thank you to Sheath Underwear, as always, for sponsoring the podcast. Believe in us, Robert, giving us an opportunity. And uh, again, pick up some awesome underwear. Go to Sheath, pick up some awesome underwear, pick up a Manscaped lawnmower. Help us help you. I have a funny Cascasuo like related news. Uh, yes, obviously you've made your beef, if you will, pretty public, pretty known. Have I? Have with... I? I, don't, I think I've barely even touched on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm the most, I'm but, the most uh, neutral guy in the community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never said a bad thing about anybody. A pot. I do not if stir there a, pot. a pot. You're stirring it. You're in there with like the big spoon, just like stirring up the stew like a like the witches do in hocus pocus you know stir i have the immersion blender and i got i got like a jackhammer immersion blender in that stew yeah well you're so good at stirring the pot it's like a blender you just blend Mm -hmm. the pot that's all but uh cascasio a fanboy i I put it together he popped over to uh my channel and tried to like talk shit to me really yeah no way and so i i've been back with uh vlogging i'm trying to remember which video it was but this kid he uh came over and tried to chirp me about like not being a pro he was like what uh like oh like yeah you're a pro because you're getting paid by manscaped or something like that like oh shut the fuck up and i i forget what i said back to him i'm trying to find it fuck but he uh i happened to check out cascasuo's I think it was i don't know what video it was that i checked out of his and in the comments i saw that dude the same commenter like fucking praising cascasuo i'm like that's hilarious oh, yeah. that's why you know he the username do you know the username shit i'm trying to find it but he was so uh disgruntled have you noticed we've started to divide the community a little bit there's people that love him that are coming after me and vice versa oh, yeah. but obviously i'm mentally bulletproof these people these little narcs these little gnomes in the online community you can't bull- you can't mentally touch me. I really don't care. Yeah. And especially like these kids that, that come after you. Like even actually it's funny you mentioned the manscape thing. My agent, we were on the phone the other day, and uh he, he calls me, he's like, I want exclusive early access to the vlog. I want to see those game highlights so I can make an assessment now. And I said, You get me a division one offer and we oh, can yeah. talk. Oh, he, he mentioned said, you. Oh, he, he mentioned me? Yeah, I found the call. So <laughs> Yeah, okay, you, you go first. You go first. So this is actually a different uh this was a different chirp than i originally remembered yes so this guy named uh klaus or Kloss. oh Carl Cross. this little dirt bag i know this guy Klaus carl cross 
I feel like he might have comments on your videos too, like uh, chirping about Cass or something. Yeah, he's my son. But, he's my son. Yeah. So he goes, are you friends with Trav will never be a pro? Because I'm not sure the last time I checked, college hockey wasn't considered pro. <laughs> so I commented back to him like, it's called graduating college and signing pro, you little wannabe fool. And then like a week later, he just replied and was like, Took him what seven team, days for this reply. <laughs> yeah, what team gave you a contract? Can't find anything about it. And I just had, I just ignored him because like, I don't fucking care. But that's when you trying. win because he re, he refreshed yeah. his feed for the next week. Did Pat reply to me? Shit. Yeah. Refresh. <laughs> Command R. Commander. Shit. And just never <laughs> yeah. finds a reply. I love that. You leave him on red. Yeah. That's the ultimate win if there ever but was. He's a clear. Win. Yeah, and I found him. I was actually cracking up when I saw him commenting. I'm like, oh, this fool. And I, I know I know another guy commented something about like uh, me not being a pro. He's like I just get paid by Manscaped. That's my version of pro. I think it's funny. Like when like if a video is doing pretty well, it will like get put into the greater uh, audience, mm-hmm. and the haters will come popping in. So I, dude, I mean, it's it's funny. Dude, I'm telling you right now, the number one sign that I know I've done a good job with the video, and that it's actually reaching the people that I want to reach, is when those negative, nasty, narcissistic mm-hmm. comments are coming back in. If the comment section is 100% positive and everybody's all nice and you know happy go lucky, I haven't done a good job. If yeah. you get guys like Klossy that I own, that I yeah. am his daddy, when that guy is coming out of the comment father. section because I said, "Son, come here and We're tell me how father. you feel." That is when you win. That is when you have won the game. And especially when you leave that little, that little chipmunk on red. Oh boy, you have. They're won. coming back. They're commenting, trying to hate on you, like over more than one. Like they're watching your videos, and it's hilarious that mm-hmm. they'll, they'll then try to chirp you. But it's like, yeah, man, you're. I know what you're doing. Like you're a fan, but then you're trying to get attention and trying to chirp to like feel better and like get. Because they're living through us. Which is which is kind of sad. That person, I don't know. Like obviously, it's they're a sad person trying to live through us, and then they're trying to trip us for like putting our life out there. Yet they're watching every video, following yeah. us. So you care okay. enough to watch. You care enough to watch and comment. Like you care, dude. Yeah. You care about everything yeah. here. And and here's another thing too. It drives me nuts when these guys just sit there and and they send their little goons after you or whatever, or they like to be like so like I don't like I'm gonna keep my hands clean. Like no, like have some balls and come talk about it. Yeah. I talk. I told Pat this the other day. The last podcast episode with Casuso on it. So he messaged me for calling him out and said, and said, "Why don't you at me? You know, have some balls, be a man." I said, "Okay, come on the podcast and talk about it." <laughs> when when I said that his two hundred dollars stick should have been one hundred and fifty dollars. I swear to God, he thought that I was generally concerned that his sticks are not worth 200 bucks. They're worth 150 Not that he's charging kids, mentally yeah, disabled girls in the community that are underage <laughs> $150 for a podcast. Went over I'm serious. His head. People, people want to attack me for not being a pro, for being a, a sellout. Okay, fair, valid point. They want to attack Pat. You haven't played a game of pro. You know, you just flex your abs. You're just a good-looking Calvin Klein model. Whatever. Okay, you're fair. You're, you're entitled to your opinion. At least we don't steal from kids. We don't make $4.7 million lifetime career earnings, U.S. dollars, not Canadian, U.S. dollars, and still steal $150 from children. <laughs> from the hockey community, I have been gifted and God-blessed 
with an opportunity in this community to use my vlog to touch people and to reach people in a way that I never could before and leave a positive impact on people's lives. And Pat has been the exact same way. I'm sorry, I don't touch kids. I've worded that very poorly, (laughs) but I've been gifted this opportunity. And Pat has seen it well. School, uh, yeah, school of rock has been gifted this exact same opportunity as well. And I can't imagine coming to the point where you say, you know what. I've made uh, $4.7 million. You know what I need? 125 extra. That's what I need. I couldn't imagine coming to that. And then not only that, you take free clout from the guys that will give it to you, and you take 150 bucks from kids, from little, little, and this is the part that bugs me. The, the girl that messaged me, she's mentally disabled. She's got, you know, whatever, whatever issue she's I doing, everybody has issues. About. Yeah, Pat, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And God bless her soul for being such a nice girl in the community who asks questions, who cares. Fuck me. She should not be being charged and, and, and being bullied into spending $150 for a class project to interview somebody she looks yeah. up to. You should be fucking ashamed, Casimir. Cashew yeah. milk, whatever whatever his name is. Vegan. I'm the real vegan, Cashew not you. Milk. I'm the plant-based <laughs> king. I am the king. Beef is right. It's a good goalie rivalry. As I've said, it's the biggest uh, YouTube goal, goalie rivalry out there right now. Trav4 versus cash, Cashews. Cashews, cash cashews. So it's it's pretty it's pretty intense, man. It's pretty intense. You, you know, I don't even know, know if he knows. No, no, he knows. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. We've intense. talked about this a million times. This is a guy who's played yeah. NHL games, been on an NHL ticket, played in the Swedish Elite League. He will not do or say anything to jeopardize that. You think he's going to get into a fight with some guy online saying that he's stealing from kids? No, he doesn't want anybody knowing that is he's it, stealing from kids. Is it part of it because he's also a fellow YouTube goalie that it kind of like, it's like, shit competition and you just get like you kind of feel like a threat and you know here here's maybe he is i don't know i've said this in my videos i've said this to people before like i'm i'm a fan of anybody in the community if you make videos if you create something you post something that is positive it it, it is good for the community i'm a hundred percent all for it when you come into the community gunslinging you're trying to take people's money you're trying to take them for a ride you're not you're not providing anything that pisses me off because I, I remember being a kid and I, I don't come from a background where I had a dad who played in the NHL. My dad didn't even play fucking hockey like growing up. Like, like uh, all due respect to my dad, I love him. He's going to listen to this podcast. My dad doesn't understand hockey the way that mm. somebody growing up playing the NHL would. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. So everything yeah. that I've gotten has been, I, I've, I've done it myself. I learned through firsthand experiences and errors and, and all that kind of shit. And I'm, I'm humbled that people in that same position value what I have to say and they care. And when you have a guy that comes in the community who's been gifted an opportunity in the NHL to make $4.7 million oh, hold, lifetime. Hold on, and, hold on, hold on. Sorry. sorry in his sorry. defense, gifted, gifted is probably an insulting way to word it because can, can I reword gifted. That? Can I reword that? He yeah. earned himself the opportunity. Yeah. He earned it through hard work, dedication, training. But at the same time, he was also gifted because the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Toronto Marlies and the National Predators said, we are going to give you this opportunity. You have earned it. Here you are. They have yeah. gifted that opportunity. That's an opportunity a lot of people, myself included, and you would kill to have. Just for me, I would kill to be in the fucking cheeser. You in the cheeser would kill to be in the NHL, to be on the taxi squad, right? That, that's I think that's yeah. a pretty fair assumption. So you've been gifted an opportunity, and then you take that and you you take advantage of people. It drives me nuts. It, it pisses me off to know it. And I'm not mad enough, or I am mad enough to admit that, hey, listen, if he comes out and he's like, you know what? I shouldn't have been doing that. I should not have been charging people 150 for podcast appearances, 125, whatever it is, and I should be giving more back to the community and not being so selfish. He says that. 
listen, I'll come on this podcast and I'll eat some humble pie and some crow and say, you know what, yeah, Pat? He probably, he probably. I was wrong. He, he owned up to it. He was a man. Guess what? Now I can be a man. I can say I made a mistake. I need to apologize, <laughs> yeah. and we will move forward. But and a lot of people don't do that. Hopefully, it does get there. Hopefully, I don't think hopefully it will. You guys can be friends and you know come together, make videos. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would listen. Listen, I would love nothing more than to make a video with the guy. But I can't make a video with the guy if he's mm. stealing from the community. If he's taking advantage it's an of people. Thing. Thing. Yeah, it, it's a it's an integrity. It's a principle thing. I, I he he can come back and say, listen, Trav was was talking about doing a collab. I'm still interested in doing a collab with him, making videos, yeah. but I will not do it on the con- the current conditions, right. the thing that our relationship is in, because I am disgruntled that he is taken from the community and taking advantage of people. I don't like that. Fair. I really that pisses me off. That's I will fair. not support him if he's not supporting the community. You um you actually got me you got me thinking a little when you started talking about your like dads and hockey and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been getting. DMs like I'm. You probably get these too. Mm-hmm. Do you, you get like a DM from a dad who's. It's just like they're so clueless, and I'm not targeting anyone. If anyone's listening to this, that you are 100 percent targeting somebody. Please tell me more. <laughs> like it's not. It's not like they're the only one, but I'm so, I, like I struggle how to answer it, and a lot of times I don't because it's like I don't know, like a specific one. They were like, "Hey, my so and so relation." I'm like, "Like, however they're related to them, is um." Nine, nine years old and work ethics crazy how can i put him in the you know the best position to go play d1 in the na and then maybe the nhl and i'm just like man nope you gotta you gotta nope slow slow down <laughs> like this is a nine-year-old kid like yes i know every nine-year-old kid's dream is to go play d1 into the nhl but you're talking like you're talking about D one in the NHL as if it's a, like that. There's a sign up sheet. Like, hey, like, so, yeah, where it's like can a I sign vaccine. up? You sign up for you know? the vaccine, and then yeah. the line for D one hockey is right next door. Like, just hop on over to the next like, dude, establishment. Get you, you got to get present. Get present with this nine year old kid. Realize like oh, what he's doing today is going to affect if he goes D one. But you can't just like be like, hey, how do I sign up for like the NHL? Like, not not how it goes. And I, I struggle to answer because I'm like, like you're not. I don't think they understand. If, if how I it could works. for a sec, do you struggle to answer because you don't know where to begin? Because there's so many foundational cracks in that foundation that you don't know. Like, where do I even start? Like, you are so beyond gone. I don't know how, how to how to help you here. Is that yeah is that pretty fair? Yeah, and it, but also it's like, oh, how do you make the NHL? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know when I when I get there, dude. Like, fucking, it's not a, it's not like a very easy thing. D one either. It, it's not. Mm-hmm. You have to, it, it's hard to, because okay, this nine-year-old kid playing wherever he's playing is probably very average. Can we even boil and, it back to like to to play AAA hockey is a stretch. To play junior yeah. hockey is like like to to keep hitting those milestones and they're planning like to the absolute nth degree. Like that is a like we really need to stop putting the like six carts before the horse. Like yeah. let's just let's get everything lined up on the tracks. You know what I mean? Um, you gotta be you gotta be obsessed with it to get to that level, especially like as a nine year old. Like the kid has to, to not be the parents. Obsessed, yeah, yes, the kid. He has to be obsessed, and he has to become like the best at where he is, and then go to the next level, become the best there. But you have to have that like crazy drive and want to do it. If, and you if can't I, just if teach I could it. for a split second, and, and we are limited on time. We got about five minutes yeah. left in this podcast, but. 
Um, I'll, I'll be honest, my dad was a little bit of a crazy hockey parent um, from probably about 10 to 15, or maybe like 11 to 15, give or take, because my, my, my dad's a passionate guy. I'm a passionate guy. But when, when my dad finally let me go and let me do my thing was when the best results started to blossom, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I've like personally, I've always had a desire and a drive to want to accomplish things, especially in hockey. And and a kid has to have that too. Like if if you're a parent, you're like, you know what? My nine year old needs to be a little bit better. My nine year old doesn't have it today. He's not going to make the NHL. He does not score six goals next game. You are too far gone. You got to let the kid just enjoy hockey. Like like be yeah. happy if he makes AAA. Be happy if he makes junior hockey. If he makes high school hockey, yeah. you know stuff like that. Like Steve McKeegan, uh, goalie coach at the Toronto Maple Leafs, former goalie coach. Um, I, I haven't talked to the guy and, and I no longer speak to the guy. I haven't heard from him in like probably close to a year now. But some of the best advice he gave me was like, listen, be hopeful that it happens. Maybe it does. Be glad if it happens. And if it doesn't, be happy you got an opportunity to just, you know, spend some father-son time, mother-son time, whatever, father-daughter time, whatever it is. Just enjoy life and enjoy the game. Like, yeah. Especially in these COVID times where things change so fast. You lose your season. You lose an opportunity, this, that, and the other. Like, just be blessed. You're alive. You have health. You have an opportunity, a fresh sheet of ice. That, you know, I was filming a vlog the other day, and I was, I was saying for like my little intro piece, I was like, you know what? I have a fresh sheet of ice. The Zamboni has just gotten off. I have air in my lungs. I like to think that I'm healthy for the most part. I have my freedoms, and I, I'm happy. I have everything I could possibly need. This is everything. I have a blank sheet of ice. I have 60 minutes to do something yeah. amazing. And if you're a parent focused on how do I get my kid to play in the NHL tomorrow when they're nine and they don't they don't really care like let's be honest like your kid probably likes Fortnite better than you know playing hockey like right you're doomed I, I don't know? think they understand the obsession a lot of times like and I don't want to sound like I'm being arrogant here because I like obviously no, please, I'm not an like, NHL hold on. player I'd like to I'd like to ask you please for the parents' sake <sighs> of whoever's listening please say it 100 percent how it is do not sugarcoat it yeah, be as well, blunt as humanly right. possible I don't want to. Yeah, like I'm not obviously in the NHL, but I played D1, like so. My you life, know how right? like, you've played somewhere, you get yeah, it. Yeah, I I would wake up as a child, I'd wake up, and immediately walk downstairs and just start stick handling. Like in this basement, used to be like rugged, and like we would like stick handle all day and just picture what we were doing, like scoring goals. Like it's all we did, literally. Wake up, go downstairs, repeat. Me and my brothers repeat every single day go play obviously on the ice but it was just like we were obsessed with it we just it was all like we knew it was all we wanted to do and then you picture it in your head and like there's a repetition you're you're always thinking it then you're playing and you're always doing it and you you get this repetition like by the time you're in high school like you'll see like I played went to public high school I was light years ahead of the rest of the kids on my team because of these mental reps and physical reps that like I was already doing because I was obsessed with it as a kid like and there's people that were more obsessed with it than me much more and that's you'll see like fucking Connor mcdavid he was obsessed on a godly level then like but you get to a point in like high school where you're you 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 can't just teach it at at that time because like you're you're there's reps say like um like a behind the back pass if you see someone make like a behind the back pass it goes like perfect on Hmm. someone's stick you're like whoa how did he know that like it's because, like, you'll see a guy, say, like, you're on the wall. You'll see a guy skating, and you'll see where he's going, and you know that you've played the game long enough where you're like, I know where he's about to be. And you throw it at the exact pace at the exact spot that he's going to be in a few in a few seconds because yeah. you, just, you just know. 
you've done it's it. It's one of those you know things that. where like you have it or you, you don't. It, it's as simple yeah. as that. Um, I, it's, I will it's just s- taught through repetition w- and obsession. I, w- I will say we should save this conversation for next week because that is all the time we have left today, folks. Episode 29 is still <laughs> we'll in the biscuit. Episode more. 30 every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for watching.